0: To the Paradigm Shift
1: Podcast: This is episode nine of the Paradigm Shift Podcast. Uh, today we're we'll going to be talking about how to witness to family and close friends. This topic actually uh, kind of became an idea for a podcast episode after last month, when Danny and I did a podcast together. we were talking upon leaving, recording that episode, and he was talking about being a younger brother. Uh, who had an older brother who was trying to witness to him, and I shared a similar story from a different perspective of being an older brother trying to witness to my younger brother. So we decided to just, we, we thought this would make a great episode and it really help a lot of people. So uh, welcome back, Danny. Awesome. Nice yeah, to be back. I, uh, good to see you again, man, and, and uh, I'm looking forward to this, this episode. This is one that we almost immediately both said, like, this, this could totally be another podcast episode. Yeah, It'd be really Definitely cool. a great,
0: so, great conversation to have.
1: Yeah, so um, we're just going to jump right into it here. Uh, Danny, tell me about being a younger brother. Well, I mean, being the younger brother is like, it's just awesome because you you did, I always did have somebody to look up to,
0: but at the same time, um, my brother and I are polar opposites, so it's kind of different, but the way I, I I think being the youngest child is the best, you know,
1: I feel like... How so? If parents had gotten it right on the first child, they wouldn't have tried having oh, a second one. All right. <laughs> okay. I thought I thought it was they did perfect on the first one and then just tried again to make something else and it ended up so terrible. No, just, no. They no? Okay. they get all their their parenting mistakes out of the way with the all first right. child and then they just raise the second one. You know. Okay. Uh, yeah. Maybe. I don't know. So, all right. You know. So an older brother. Yeah. Uh, I'll go ahead and share my perspective. Um, I actually, uh, man, I beat up all three of my little, I have three younger brothers. I beat up on all three of them as, as they were growing up. So it was, it was pretty fun. I was always the biggest, yeah, always a little bit ahead of them. So it was, it was awesome. However, that backfired, because maybe what you're saying is true. Maybe parents get better at making kids as they go on. They all got taller than me, and they're yeah. all bigger than me. So uh, guess who gets beat up on now and teamed up on. So <laughs> uh, it kind of came back around to me. So, um, I, you know, whatever. It, well, I've, I've been taller than my brother since like, fourth grade so maybe maybe there's a trend there i haven't really heard much about that i don't know you should look that up later let me know man um but anyway so uh kind of onto the the actual topic here today so so witnessing the close family and friends this applies to both obviously we're going to talk from a family Mm -hmm. perspective today but um i I know that you haven't always been walking with christ Mm -hmm. but your brother had for a lot longer from the conversation we had um how did you feel as a non-believer when your your brother was your older brother was trying to lead you to christ what was that like for you um, I mean, there were some,
0: definitely some awkward moments. There was uh, some moments where I had a lot of eye rolling and just was like, come on, let's get on with this. Um, specifically, like I, I could always point to this one. Um, I was not walking with Christ at all, um, and I was driving on the way to go see my, my dad with my brother, and uh, he just randomly asked me, he said, so what's your relationship with Jesus like? Hmm. And uh, me being the sarcastic person that I am, I said, well, I'm alive, so I guess doing something right. Um, okay. But to me that was just it was just an awkward question because while that's a great question to ask other Christians and because they get the concept of a relationship yeah. with Jesus, I wasn't at a point where I understood um uh, what a relationship with Jesus was. Wow. To me it was yeah. still religion. Um it was still the going to church on Sundays, you know, you stand up, you you oh, you go down to the altar, you know, that that very catholic Feels what I was raised on, mm-hmm. so to, I didn't get the concept of, of a relationship. So it was situations like that that I, I kind of just felt like the more he pushed it onto me, the more I would actually back away from it and would try to continue to live the life. So, so you don't say that it wasn't effective at all, right? It didn't work Not at, at all. all. You yeah. know, I I found myself more still staying in the life that I was and going more towards that life. Uh, the harder he tried.
1: Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So it actually in turn did the opposite of what he was intending for it to exactly, do. Exactly. Because yeah. that is a great question. I ask, yeah. I've asked you that before. You know, yeah. I've, I've asked my, my close friends that are, that are... By the way, Danny's a believer now. Yeah. So um, I ask my close friends that question, not regularly, but yeah. that comes up from time to time when I can tell there's maybe something going on and yeah. it ends up becoming a very good conversation. But I can see with a non-believer, being a, from a Christian's perspective, being a very innocent question and, and truthfully Definitely. even caring but just not the right words to, yeah. to use it's 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 a time
0: and a place and you know tact you you know when do you use these kind of things and i'm going to follow that up with saying that my brother and i have been able you know i've been following christ for about two years and i did see a turning point um but there was a time to him and i got the chance to really sit down and talk about christ cool. um both as believers which was just i felt was the turnaround from that one conversation that we had um but yeah it, it's it goes about tact and, and how you're talking to the person Right, so as a as a Christian, how was it for you, trying to witness to your little brother who wasn't a believer?
1: Yeah, man, I'll, I'll tell you what, I probably tried similar tactics to to your brother. Really, mm-hmm. um, it, man, I felt like I was hitting a brick wall all the time. Like yeah. I always felt like I was just, I, I was trying. And I was doing all the right things, saying all the right things that you're supposed to say as a Christian, and just never had that influence, I guess you could say. Yeah. Um, it kind of reminds me of now, now that I look back, it reminds me of a story when Jesus went back to his hometown. And in the Bible, it says he, he didn't do very many miracles there because he, yeah. he didn't have influence. People were in such disbelief. They're like, I grew up with this guy. Yeah. Like, his kids play with my kids. Like, what do you mean he's going to yeah. heal me? You know, it was too close to influence, you know, if that's actually a thing. Yeah. Which is kind of crazy to think about. So for me it was hitting a brick wall because they're always yeah. like, man, you used to beat me up as a kid, you know? Yeah. Like, now you wanna talk to me about Jesus? Like, it, it always went that route. And, it, you know, it, it actually took people from outside to come in and be able to influence in the right way to, to make a change. So, Definitely. for me, I felt frustrated uh, as an older brother because, I, you know, nothing in me wanted more than to see my brother walking with Christ as I yeah. was. Like, that's, that's what I wanted. And um, it just, it, it felt like a brick wall all the time. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't really know what to and, do. And that's, so.
0: that's a, a great, feeling to have, you know, it's the Great Commission. We want to share the love of Jesus yeah, with everybody. Right, yeah. um, and we should want to share, you know, with all of our families and friends. Um, but I can relate to the brick wall because I felt a lot of times my brother would try to push it on me. I would just shut down. Yeah. And I essentially would put up that wall because wow. it's such a hard subject for some people. And um, we purposely l- put up that wall to avoid those conversations and things like that. So... Yeah.
1: Wow, man. So let's, um, I know all of, uh, all the listeners today are probably now wondering like, uh, this question I about to ask what, like what actually worked? Like what helped you in the end? Like you're, you're now a follower of Christ. Was it, what happened? What changed? I mean,
0: honestly, um, so I was raised in Miami, um, moved up to Jacksonville. Um, I remember before even following Christ, I just, uh, I had always known I wanted to be a nurse and uh, had finally got my life together to a point where I could go to nursing school and I had gotten into my dream school. I had, it, it all made sense to go to University of Miami. I, I had a hook up there. Um, I was given. Uh, I was going to get a scholarship It would have been cheaper. I would have lived with my family. It would have been cheaper. I would have stayed at home with my family. Um, but I remember talking to somebody and saying, I think God wants me to go to Jacksonville. Hmm. I had no relationship with God at the point at wow. all. I had no, I wasn't going to church, you know. And I remember saying that, and uh, sure enough, uh, I went out on a limb. I packed up a tiny little U-Haul and drove up to Jacksonville. Had never lived anywhere outside of Miami my entire life. I know nobody in Jacksonville, um, and you know, got to nursing school and started doing this, you know, this life in Jacksonville, and then. Um, through school Met a good friend of mine Who's now my best friend um, And him and his wife Took me to church oh, wow. One God. day And uh, I think it had gotten It was that I had finally Made the decision To go to church on my own I had said I know I want to go to church And I went to church And sure enough um, two After my second Sub-30 um, Time going I gave my life to Christ um, yeah. wow. So I think it was A big part of it Was I needed to get out of Such a toxic city um, nothing against my hometown. I love my hometown, but I was surrounded by yeah. a lot of toxicity. Yeah, there.
1: Plus, was, University Miami is never gonna win another championship. So. Well,
0: I gotta say, we just got, came off of a great win against the Knowles, so right. you know <laughs> things are looking up.
1: Okay, yeah, no, but uh, in all seriousness, um, I, I've, you know, I want to ask this question: did, did your did your brother have any kind of hand in in you choosing to move here or in deciding to go to church at all? Like, what, what, would it, would it how that. How did your family help you in that way? Or I mean, did they
0: not? They, to be honest, they didn't. Yeah. Um, they supported me in my move. Uh, they supported me in moving to Jacksonville um, and, and going to nursing school and pursuing my career. They, they supported my life. Um, and in that sense, they essentially supported what God was doing in my life, um, unbeknownst to us. Yeah. Because uh, I didn't say, "Oh, I'm going to go to Jacksonville and find Christ." I was going right. to go to yeah. Jacksonville. And have the intentions of moving right back to Miami and you know God's purpose in his life for us is different than what we intend to but um, I would say they it was just their support not necessarily from pouring scripture into me and talking to me about Jesus but just showing me love and saying hey like you know we're gonna help you move we're gonna help you get situated um, and we're gonna help you know and then when I finally did find Christ it was able to have those conversations with him about Christ, which was just awesome.
1: Yeah, that's cool, man. And, you know, I'm going to come back to something that you said there in a moment. First, I want to ask you a question before we close out here. But uh, what recommendations would you have to somebody who's trying to witness to a close friend or family member, like, based on what actually worked for you? Like, what what recommendation do you have for them? What should they try doing?
0: uh, My biggest thing, if, you know, if you feel like you're hitting that wall and you can't get past them, is to honestly let it go. You know, like... Um, don't let it go in the sense of that you, you're gonna stop trying for them, but keep praying for them. You know, have have the faith in God that He's gonna have their, He's gonna work in their life. Um, that He's gonna do what what He intends to do. Cause yeah, you might want to do everything you can for this person, and you should support them, do whatever it is as a family you can. But maybe you're just not the person that God knows can. Can really touch their heart gosh. It's yeah, hard to hear man, and it is hard to hear because you want to be that person for your family Right, um, but it actually just it reminds me of a story that uh, Sean Kernahan told us the other day about um, it was a Muslim family or they were living in in a, a city where you can't practice Christianity at all it's one of those where if you were found out you, you'd die and um, the son had his friend had came up to him saying that he wanted to learn he had learned about christ and wanted to teach him about christ um and he actually ratted his friend out and his friend uh was killed because him and then he felt so guilty and he just felt so convicted and actually wanted to find out about christ that he went and talked to his mom and he told his mom like hey knowing very well that his mom could easily just do the same thing rat him out, Mm -hmm. and when he told his mom his mom bursted into tears Saying that she'd been a Christian for years and that she had been praying for God to work in her son's life without her being the influence, and you know, I could imagine just living in a country where you're not allowed to practice Christianity to the point where you can't even say it to your own child. Yeah, you know, and and in the Bible and Deuteronomy, it says, you know, it talks about how we're supposed to teach our children. You know, I could imagine that pain that that mom had gone through, and just seeing how faithful God is that she found that that God. Still worked in her son's life in a country where you can't practice Christianity to still find him and bring her and answer her prayers of, of Christ in his life. Wow, yeah,
1: that's, that's a cool really cool story man. And, yeah. and Sean Kernahan, who you reference, is also an, an author on dailyps.com. Yeah. Um, really cool, man. And I, I kind of want to give one recommendation as well here right before we close out, um, And that's simply this: to, to meet them where they're at. Yep. And what I mean by that is every opportunity you have to share Jesus, don't. Mm-hmm. And That sounds totally counterproductive. And you know what? If this is somebody you don't know and don't doesn't know you very close, hasn't known you for a long time, or isn't your best friend, then then go for it. You know, take that yeah. opportunity to share Jesus. Absolutely. But when it's when it's somebody close to you, you almost have to go with a strategy instead. Yep. So I began with my with my brother when I was praying for it uh, before you know he turned his, he changed his life around and stuff like that. Yeah. When I was back then, he was um he wasn't willing to hear it at all. So I started yeah. having this this strategy with him, a meeting where he was at where I just He'd share something that I had a perfect God answer for. Had yeah. a scripture for it. Like, it would help him if he would just apply it. It'd get him through everything he was struggling with. But instead, i just meet him where he is and be like, man, that sucks. Like, yep. I'm sorry you're going through that. Like, yeah. is there anything I can do to help? And it was more like that. And I think that when he noticed that I was caring more, I yeah. got more influence in his life. Ultimately, I wasn't, I'm not the one that necessarily is... Is, is bringing him to Jesus at all. It, yeah. it has to be from somewhere else. It really does. But he saw an example of it, and it wasn't just somebody who was trying to push an agenda with him. I was just yeah. there to truly love him. Yeah. And I think that that made a huge difference in the whole the whole situation that, that we're going on. So um, Anyway, uh, this this has been a cool episode, man. This was fun. It was cool to have a younger brother and an older brother. Yeah. It was, it was fun. So. It's always good to see different perspectives
0: of of life and where you can go through and what people go through. So Absolutely. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Danny, thanks for being here again. I appreciate it. Yeah, man. It was great. For show notes and discussion, visit podcast.dailyps.com. Thank you for listening to the Paradigm Shift Podcast.